shitmypants.com. Shit my pants. We can we can we can shit my pants. We 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 can we can we can we can we can shit your pants. I just I just shit my pants. I do do I didn't. He diarrhea. Farting in a bucket. Oh, we need to get up. There's your hey, clip. Hey. Was that, film? was that filming? That was. That was recorded. Clipping. Just stopped your t- whole train of thought right there. So. <laughs> yes, what were you saying, Chance? Sorry. Our I just got a great idea right from that uh, comment that we got. We're going to start a, uh, OnlyFans fart in a bucket. <laughs> Make millions. Only farts. Yeah. <laughs> Only farts. The new website from fucking, what are we called? Over the top. Yeah. OTT brings you OnlyFarts.com. OnlyFarts.com, dude. It's nothing but burr. Nope. Right in a bucket. I mean, it just Hit the bellow- cash app. It, it just bellows from the bucket. Just... It, you get a, I bet you get a vibration from it. Then you That's can probably, then you the can bucket. probably, <laughs> then you could probably put a, a top on the jar and sell it. And seal it. Yep. And we then used sell to fart, it. We used to fart in jars too. Yeah, I've heard. Yeah, I we farted that. in jars. We had fart tapes. I told Mel all this the other night, and she didn't leave me. Dude, so we cool. made it in a on a baseball trip where we, we used to. We had the like the the vans that we take on the baseball trips and everything. You remember the Gator the Gatorade oh, yeah. bottles that have the the twist top that. Oh yeah. So. We made a guy legit puke mm-hmm. off of we. One of the guys farted in one of the water bottles, and then he was asleep in the back of the van and let opened it sit. It. No, not just opened it. <laughs> it he cracked and boom, and it just went all like in just. Oh, that's so that's that's. It was just straight indigestion of a fart, and then he had to puke in a one of the bigger Gatorade bottles in the van while going down the interstate. We, mm. I mean, dude, we used to make. I had fart. We had cassette tapes. Side A, side B. <laughs> Fart a fart tape. Anytime was when we had a recorder, it was it was like you get playing recorder at the same time. And you'd be like, "Hey, I got a fart! I got a fart!" And then you'd run up to it and you'd hit. We were like, I was twelve and my brother was like nine. Fart mix. And then you would put your you'd put your cheeks up against the speaker, and then it would be burr, and then it would be we we laugh. Ah, you need and then to send it would go to the next one. Send how it many, to Dub long, and let him sample it if you still got one around. How long How long of recordings could you get out of those tapes? Oh, you get 60 minutes on it. <laughs> Can you imagine how many farts that were? Dude, there, were so many, there were sometimes when we would go hit record and then we'd get up to it and it would be a dud. And we'd, we'd be like, motherfucker! <laughs> then we'd get mad at each other. <laughs> Can you only imagine if your mom came across the tape recorder and... Dude. <laughs> It was a misfire on a fart, and you hear just a little chatty back there. Damn it! One of us, I can't remember. Uh, we, or a shard situation. It was, yeah. it was me or my buddy farted in a jar and kept the lid on it for over a week, and we made my brother smell it like a week later. <laughs> and it, I mean, he almost vomited. But, you poor know, younger yeah. brothers, man. Poor, Shout between, to Cameron. Between poor Cameron and Taylor. God, yeah. the torment that they went through as little brothers probably. But shout out to fart tapes. They bring them back. <laughs> Hashtag. Or I guess you could just fart into your notes on your phone now. And just say, How's that nope. for a sound check? <laughs> sound check. Oh, are we going? <laughs> Shit. Bow. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Chad Arms, a.k.a. Chetty Bobby 1140. My name is Tony, a.k.a. Friday the 14th. <sighs> And I'm Hot Mike Chance. Hit the cash app. Wow, man. Came in hot there for a second. Woo! Hence the name. Ooh. I just chipped my tooth with my cross on my necklace. You okay? Oh, man. Oh, what were you doing over there? I, I was trying to I floss my D- Dominique Wilkins jersey. One of the greatest dunkers of all time. 
One of the greatest dunkers of all time. Is that what you just said? I did. It's exactly what you just said. Him Shout and out. him and Spud. Can you imagine him and Spud Webb on the same team back in the day. Dude, Kevin Willis, Stacy Ogman had a good crew over there in Atlanta. Okay, look, I, I didn't know we were going that deep with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, John Concack off the bench. What? <laughs> um, we're gonna throw a picture up. Boom. I have no idea who John Concack is. I can't wait really? to look back on the, on the footage. <laughs> that cross, it may have chipped my tooth. I you may have to slow-mo it down just like to catch the whole mm. Dude, I went like this, and the cross <laughs> jumped out the gym and went boom. Bam. I'm, I'm surprised ah. we didn't hear a little tink-tink. The tink tink, you know what I'm saying? Shout out! But man, how in depth of Atlanta Falcon, early '90s Atlanta Atlanta Falcons, Atlanta Hawks, mm-hmm. uh, Ross, roster depth right there. Oh, dude! I mean, yeah. I knew you had. The, I know you had the baseball roster depth stored up there in the Rolodex. It's like that. For, it was like that for football, basketball, and baseball back then. Oh yeah, it's mm-hmm. just because sure. all the card, the card, collected. the card collecting, absolutely, hundred percent. Yeah. Um, we're back, guys. Episode 36 of Over the Top with Chad, Tony, Chance, BJ, and the Viz. You know what I'm saying? Woo! Um, thank you all for all the support. Hopefully, when this uploads, we'll be at 300 subscribers. Now, remember, last episode, shout out to everybody that checked out the Child's Play franchise episode. Yes, thank you all. Um, when we did that one, we filmed that one a week ago, we hadn't even hit 200 yet. So, y'all are killing it, man. Let's keep going. We're going to try to get to 1,000 and then build from that. Yeah, I mean, in the channel, uh, well, this is being... Uh, showing right now the channel is only two weeks old and it's just it's growing rapidly and it's all thanks to y'all we appreciate it no for sure man um we're back with another episode for wrestling fans yes no, um go ahead uh bj's not able to be here today we were scheduled to He's do super a busy right now yes super mm-hmm. busy um DJ and stuff. we were scheduled to do a survivor series episode today so we're pushing that to the first week of december with bj because he Absolutely. Once again, killed it on the notes section. Yeah. So it'll uh, be like a Survivor Series is Novemberish, but it's, it'll be fine. We'll yeah. And I it. think, like me and Chance were talking about, I think it'll be right after Survivor Series anyway. So it'll work out for perfect timing and everything. So cool. Um, but since we're right here in November, uh, Thanksgiving's a big family time for everybody. So we thought we'd talk about wrestling families today. Absolutely. Um, I mean, you have a ton of influential wrestling families. Right, spread throughout all the, all the days of wrestling, all the days. Yeah, all the days. Um, <laughs> so there, there's so many families on this. What we're gonna do is this will probably end up having to be a two parter. Part two, we'll probably have to do down the road. Yeah. Um, the list that we have is way more than we're gonna be able to do in one episode. So we're probably gonna split it in half. Yeah, especially with some of these families that are right here out, off the get go. I mean, these are huge families in the wrestling world that have made a huge influence. Yeah, for sure. Um, let's get right into it. But before we do that, y'all be sure to hit the sponsors up. Trouble Spirits, Revolution One Media, Nixon Pro Media, and the Natural Disasters. Bammy. Mullet-sized. Right, I went complete. I was going to say Natural Disasters, but my it just went. It just left me. <laughs> I got you back. Yeah, thank you, Shane. Yeah, I'm yeah. glad you actually had my back on this one because – if you've been following the YouTube channel and all that stuff, Chad has been posting a ton of the reels and everything. Mm-hmm. And one of my favorite reels that we posted is the chronological order episode where... Yeah, you struggled with that word. I struggled mightily, but, you know, I, there was a chance... No pun of, intended. Pun yeah, no intended. pun intended of Chance giving me some backup on that one. But Chan- in the words of Chance, he says... But I choose not to. He he wanted no smoke. <laughs> he wanted Zero none. Zero smoke, Ola. None to um, help. I think that's because of the bad talking of H two O, though. Well, and Chance, candy corn. H two O is not. Oh, speaking good. of candy corn, yeah. 
this brings me back to another topic before we get this episode mm-hmm. started. So I'm scrolling through. Everybody has like their hip town, like where everybody gets on Facebook, where everybody talks crap on their town and what's going on events and people posting stuff. I'm posting somebody's about dog you got right loose. now. Somebody's dog said. got loose. Uh, there's a traffic you. problem going on. Why is the yeah? Why is the the wait time so long at the local Sonic? Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying. That's but just on kinda... on Hip Mount Juliet, they posted the other night, and I had to send a picture to the both of them right here. And it's bam, boom. But at the local Kroger in Mount Juliet, they had a grocery cart. Full of candy corn. And you know what the sign said on it? Free. Free candy corn. Couldn't oh, give it me, away, Chance. Let me tell you why. No, Chance, you said you it was why. photoshopped. It's not. Let me tell you why. Tell me, Chance. Tell me one logical I believe reason. it was either photoshopped or they nope. know the most depressing time of the season, Christmas, is coming up. So they wanted to. That's blasphemy. They wanted to give everyone some free candy corn. So that but they would nobody be in the took it. But nobody. It was a. Grocery. You got there it was, even by that they, theory. They got there which is early. an insane theory. They for got you there to say. early. You said Christmas time is the most depressing time of the year. <laughs> blasphemy. That is blasphemy. January is the most depressing it is. time yeah. of the year. That, that's After true. Christmas is the most one tabulous time of the year. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. One tabulous. Shout mm-hmm. out. Spell it. Nope. Not going to. Yeah, no chance. Candy. Shout out, Candy. Corn, Couldn't man. give it away. Couldn't give it away. People were full. I mean, they had probably had so much candy corn during the during the Halloween season that they were just full. I've never, other than you, I've never seen anybody eat candy corn. No, uh, we're gonna get uh, uh, shout out KWB. It makes a good Catherine. stocking stuffer. Shout out Catherine. She's a, <laughs> he's loaded up on it. She's a big candy corn fan. Evidently, we found that out in the chat. So there's other fans out there of it, which makes I think no y'all sense two are the only haters. I think, but yeah. that's just me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, wrestling families, guys. We're, we're gonna right get, we're gonna it. have to boom right through these because there's a bunch. Let's just start it off with the family of all families, the McMahon family. Yes, you mm-hmm. have to. I mean, that's the most, probably the most famous wrestling family. And none of other than Shane and Stephanie, none of them were really wrestling. Uh, well, Vince Junior attempted to. Oh, he's. But he. Uh, that's also the same man that pulled both quad, tore both quads, just trying to get into the ring. Royal Rumble 2005, yeah, I'll never forget it. <laughs> but Vince McMahon Sr., probably one of the uh, one of the names that's most famous for wrestling mm-hmm. out there as a promoter and all that with the WWE, uh, WWF. WWF. Mm-hmm. It wasn't yep. uh, actually, that was called at first. Yep. Uh, actually, his dad also, Jess McMahon, was a promoter and started in 19... 19- 15. I did not know that. Boxing, boxing, and okay. I think he was a boxing and wrestling promoter. So, say so they just bleed wrestling, man. Yeah. yeah. Vinnie Mac Sr., Vinnie Mac Jr., I mean, and it, yeah, once now he looks like a mob boss yep. in like Grand Theft Auto now. Yeah, that <laughs> little mustache that he's got going on. He looks like he's slowly melting away. Have y'all seen him lately? Yeah, dude, that little clip, did you see that clip of him and The Undertaker at yes. some event, dude? It's... McMahon looks like a, a it looks like a, a wax figure of him. Yeah. Now I know he's almost eighty, but it seems like his age is. I mean, it's shown more that he's been away yeah. from the WWE now. Yeah, for sure. Um, but what's I guess it comes back to one of those things when you're when you're so involved in everything you. Uh, it's it, keeping it was keeping him young. Exactly. He was well, moving probably a lot more and yeah. and just. Keeping his mind sharp. Well, that's what a lot of people say too. Like a lot of people say, like when you retire from your, 
you know, jobs that you've been there for years and years and years, it's like you don't – you've lost part of your – not will to live, but, like, what sparks you. Yeah, you know? like a motivation to get going every day and, every, yeah. and all that stuff. Yep. And as busy as he was being in control of the WWE, I mean, it's got to be a huge setback from going being – on the go all the time to being in control of nothing because yeah. now that the WWE sold, I don't think he has absolutely no ties whatsoever to it now, does he? Um, I think he's still a member of the board on crazy that he on, on um, Endeavor or TKO, TKO okay. Sports or whatever that that entity is called now. Yeah, and Stephanie is no has nothing to do with it. So mm-hmm. they really like legit sold like W like sold it completely. Mm-hmm. Well, that, yeah, they, they, yeah, it like merged. It merged yeah, with uh, UFC basically, but mm-hmm. uh, under the same umbrella. They're under the same company. And SmackDown's but, moving back to what? To another night now, too. I think now so, yeah. And ownership. I think networks and everything. Yeah, and, and Raw's moving networks and everything. I think they're uh, no longer going to be under the USA network and everything now. Raw's moving from the USA network. A lot of big changes. Yeah. But, but uh, you also uh, with Vince, you had uh, Linda McMahon that was prominent for a long time. Mm-hmm. Probably one of the worst storylines when she was the whole mute stage with Horrible. her mm-hmm. <laughs> in the wheelchair. Yeah. Yep. yeah, that was that was bad, and she took the worst stunners out of anybody. Um, you had Shane, which a huge influence, uh, and Stephanie probably more than anybody out of the family, other than Vince. I mm-hmm. never could stand Stephanie. Never the character that. Stephanie, not so much, but but the behind the scenes stuff, um, I respected more of. No, no, no I'm talking about like her character. Oh yeah, the character Stephanie. That's what, yeah. that's what it was supposed to be like. Her and stuff it, with Jericho was good. I like yeah. their stuff. Yeah. yeah, and then so and then of course you got Triple H, who's married to Stephanie, um, as part of the McMahon family. Yeah, you know the son-in-law. So what's what's Triple H's deal? What is he? I think he's pretty much running the day-to-day operations mm-hmm. for the WWE now. Okay, so okay, so he's still involved. Oh yeah, he's major involved. Because uh, I think Dan, that was a big thing for Dana was keeping Triple H around to pretty much run everything. But you know, they said that uh, UFC, I guess, is doing something with the Saudis, and Vince kind of brokered that deal for uh, okay. him and made made all that happen. They're just making billions and billions, yeah. bro. Um, but yeah, like I said, we're the McMahon family is is the first one of the first families you think about, and we're gonna have to power through these pretty quickly because there's so many of them. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But we'll get as many as we can in the, in the time we can. Yeah, because um, it's maybe more than two episodes. Yeah, then of course now, of course you got the Hart family. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, Stu, you know, founder of Stampede Wrestling. This would be a whole hour in itself. Yeah, <laughs> SOB man, he used to stretch a lot of the talent down there. In the basement, in the dungeon, yeah, you know, yeah, I could, yeah, um, imagine having that as my my dad just yep. beating the hell out of you. Well, and not only that, you know, of course, Brett, his son, Brett, and his son Owen, R.I.P. Owen Hart, but two of the greatest wrestlers ever. Take, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, and, you know, and, and and all the daughters of his married wrestlers, mm-hmm. and the, and the sons wrestled. Uh, you know, of course, Jim the Anvil was married to Stu's daughter Ellie. Yeah, um, and they had the daughter. <clears throat> Natalia is, of course, his daughter, which yeah. is wrestling, right? Good gosh. Booger throat Indian, guys. <laughs> Jeez, let me get some. Welcome, right welcome to Tennessee. 
liter of Kool-Aid each night, Burt Kreischer. Yeah, it was uh, 80 degrees on Monday, and now yeah. it's, we're back in the 50s again it's all 11. of a sudden. Who, yeah. knows, who knows what will be tomorrow? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and, of course, Davy Boy, you know, British Bulldog, was married to uh, Stu's daughter, Diana. Mm-hmm. And then you had Tyson Kidd, who was married to Stu's granddaughter, Natalia. Yep. Did he get? Did he ever wrestle again after he had that neck injury? I don't think so. I think he was he was working as a trainer for mm-hmm. a little bit, I believe. And then now I don't think he has anything to do with the WWE. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what he. Well, don't hold me to that. But I, it, as far as I know, the last thing I knew he was doing WWE wise was just training down in Orlando. Yep. Yeah, and then, of course, I mean, there was some other. Uh, you, you had you had uh, uh, Smith. Mm-hmm. And Smith Hart and Bruce Hart, like some of the guys that was, yeah. you know, they didn't wrestle much in the WWE, but they were wrestlers in Stampede. And I know, I think for one Survivor Series, I don't think they all wrestled as like a team. Now the Dynamite Kid wasn't. Uh, or no, I think he was trained by him. But oh, yeah, he, was, he was just trained. And by then him. there's a uh, Harry Harry Smith, which is a British Bulldog son. So also, does he okay. still? Do anything? Um, I don't know. I I seen him around and about. Is he the one that was like in New Japan? Yeah, MLW. Yeah, I think and stuff so. Yep. Like that? Okay, yeah. I think he's still doing some stuff. But yeah. He may be in New Japan, but I think uh, he may be. Yeah, I think in Japan. And then isn't is uh, Teddy Hart also Teddy he, Hart is? There, uh, yeah, he wrestled for a little bit, and then his story is a little crazy. crazy. <laughs> there was a documentary I think yeah, it was on a Net- wild card man. Yep, there, I think there's a documentary on either on Netflix or something about him and being tied to numerous women going missing and yeah. stuff like that. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. He's it's pretty crazy. Yeah. And he's probably the most athletic heart out of all of them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's, he's batshit crazy. Um, who knows yeah. where he may be in jail right now. Yeah, probably. Um, <laughs> but the Hart family is, is one of the most iconic families in wrestling period. Oh yeah. Um, you know, with the, the longevity that, that Brett had, and how great Owen was until his he went he died way too early, man. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And then, of course, you know, just the ones that was married in to the family. But Stu, just you can't speak wrestling without the Hart family. Yeah. All. Um, this next one, same way. The, uh, yeah. Yeah. How do you pronounce the last name? Is it annoy? Is it annoy? 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 I don't know. The Rocks family. Yes. Yeah. We're, we that. are from Nashville, Tennessee, so you'll have to. We're start. good at pronunciations, dude. <laughs> yeah. Annoy. Annoy. You know what I'm saying? Okay. That was pretty good. I was trying to do my little Timon and Pumbaa thing from the last Oh, shout out to Timon and Pumbaa. Yeah. But I completely lost the words to it. But we'll go with, I think, Annoy. Annoy. Sure. That'll work. Sounds great. Yep. Uh, you got Peter Maivia, Hachi Peter Maivia, the patriarch of the family, um, the guy that got it started for all of them. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you had Rocks, the Rocks Pops, Rocky Johnson, R.I.P., um, married to Peter's daughter, Ada Maivia, uh, of course, father of the Rock. Then you had the Wild Samoans, who were two <laughs> badass sons of bitches, man. Yeah, Afra and Sika. Mm. And they did a lot, they trained a lot of the talent, too. Yeah. After they. Was done wrestling, but they were they punished the shit out of people, man. Um, Tales of the Territory had a whole episode about the whole, yep. uh, the Noi fan, the whole uh, Hawaiian territory, and all that stuff. That was really good. They got into depth about this whole family, about all these big name wrestlers when they come over to Hawaii would pretty much stay mm-hmm. at their house and everything, like Andre the Giant and uh. The Rock's show, Young Rock, ain't that what it's called or something? Yeah. They have a bunch of episodes where. Uh, everybody's like 
congregating over to their house after the show and everything. Everybody, chic, all that would come to their house. Yeah. As as a get together after the shows and everything, just shows how much that family, especially in the territory days, um, how much that family meant to everybody. They make it out of their way to go over to the island to bring money to for that territory. No, absolutely, yeah. And then uh, obviously, obviously, the Wild Samoans were great. And you had Yoko, Yokozuna, yeah, Rodney. You know, R.I.P. Yokozuna. Which, as a younger kid, I would have never thought that. He was part of them. I was full th- blown thought that he was Japanese. Yeah, yeah and that's what's he's so done crazy a great about job. The, yeah, he's the completely sold the, the gimmick. Would put on people, man. Yep. He had people thinking Yokozuna really was Japanese. Yeah. Um, and of course, you know Roman Reigns, who's still on top of WWF right now, WWE. Um, Joe Annoy and Joseph, and you got the Usos, Jimmy and Jay. Yeah, which were Rikishi's or Rikishi's sons. And what's the other guy that's uh, in there now? Solo. Is that their their younger brother? Mm-hmm. Golly, man, that's just it's just the bloodline never it just never it, stops, bro. Yep. And that's it, a that was a good gimmick that they had going right now. Uh, where it had going was the bloodline because it was a a true bloodline going through with everything. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. of course you got Rikishi. Yep. Yeah. Um, who, little dimple butt. Who was Fatu back in the day, and then Rikishi always was one of my favorite big men. I mean, for a big dude. He wasn't near as big as Yoko. He could he could legit move. Man. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, yeah. I loved his 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 uh, finisher where he would just he would drop him down. It was like the sit down pile driver mm-hmm. kind of thing. That shit was dope, man. Yeah, yep. Um, but shout out to the Annoy family, man. That I mean, that, and of course the Rock's daughter is she doing? Is she going to be doing she, wrestling too? Yeah, she's already in uh, NXT. I don't know if she wrestles or she's just a manager, but yeah. uh, I think she's going to be. I'm. Sure, she'll be coming up eventually. But also, the the Rock's uh, grandmother, Leah, Leah, yeah, uh, she was a a promoter and everything. Also, she was, yeah, she she's was, pretty she much that ran the show. Yeah, she ran the show. Yeah, in that territory. Yep. Yep. So it's again another family that's the the bloodline uh, from from a wrestler standpoint, especially. And I, I think uh, Nia Jax is part yeah. of part of. She's a cousin of the yep. Rock. Oh yeah, yeah. She, is that, she still doing stuff? Yep, I think she just she just came back to WWE. So. Gonna start hurting people again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every time she comes back, some girl on the roster gets hurt. She's so much bigger than all the other female she, wrestlers, bro. She, yeah, just, she brutalizes just them. them. Um, next up, you got another legendary fam. You got the Guerreros. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Um, started off the patriarch. Patriarch of the family is uh, Gory Guerrero. Yep. Which I don't. I'm not familiar, familiar with him. Really. I, I'm not too familiar with the you. Gory or, Bomb. Or Mando or Mondo. Guerrero, of course, Chavo. I know Chavo Senior. Yep. Hector and Eddie, R.I.P. Eddie Guerrero. Yeah. Then obviously the most known. Yep. Chavo Junior. And yep. But the Guerreros, man, the the ones that we know the most, obviously, were Eddie and Chavo because Mm -hmm. that's just our generation. Yeah. And both super talented guys. Eddie's another one that went that passed way too soon. I think he was just getting to the peak of where he could have been. Yeah. Um. And I think if he was still around, he would be somewhere as one of the greats. As creative time. for somebody, yeah. Because he 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 knew he knew the art of wrestling, but he also knew like storylines, and he had the charisma. And Chavo was a great. I don't want to say he was a role player because well, Chavo was like a yeah, he was a great. He was a mid carter. He's he a great mid carter. He's a solid mid carter. And he and what, like perfect example that Eddie would probably be creative because Chavo is. Yeah, or was I don't know if he still is. I'm sure he is somewhere. And mm-hmm. I think Chavo has uh, something to do with the new uh, 
Iron Claw movie that's coming out by E24 about the Von Erich family. We can uh, get into that right now, the Von Erich. Yeah, I think actually. Chavo has something to, something in the in behind the scenes and everything with that movie. I'm excited to see that one, man. Dude, I am um, yeah, pumped for that movie. I've watched every documentary that I think is out on the Von Erichs. I've watched and I've watched them multiple times, and and, and it's it's so sad because. The Von Erich, obviously, the patriarch of the, of, of the Von Erichs was Fritz. Yeah. Um, and then you had Carrie, Kevin, David, Mike, and Chris. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and the only one alive is Kevin. Kevin's the only one. Um, and all of them died tragically or committed suicide. Yeah. Except for uh, Kevin's the only one that's still alive. He's got two sons, Marshall and Ross. Yep. They're beast, bro. Yeah. They're, Are they wrestling too? Yeah. They're. Uh, I forget what uh, – what, uh, they're in a small promotion, but yeah, they're a tag team right now uh, with each other. But I think they and they both go barefoot like Kevin did back in the day yeah, as well. That's cool. Like watching those stories, especially the one that they just did on well, you know, last year, a year before that, or whatever on um, dark side of the ring. dark side of the ring. Yeah, it's just so sad, man. Mm-hmm. Se- seeing how many of them killed their or unalived themselves, however you have to say it for you two. Yeah, um, it's it's tragic. I mean, it's. Sad, man. It's one of the most tragic stories in all of wrestling, but it's crazy to see those old videos of how influential and how big they were mm-hmm. da- down in Texas. I mean, oh, they they ran Texas, bro. Yeah, I mean, I mean it's everybody said, especially the wrestlers that we look up to now that were growing up when they were going on and everything, especially yeah. in the southern regions. With them and the Freebirds going at each other, it was something magical. Uh, oh, back in, it, it was before its time yeah. and everything. They were getting pops like you'd get today. They were like the Jacksons, bro. Yeah. They mm-hmm. were like Michael Jackson and all and all his family, Jackson 5, and or like the, the Beatles, bro. Yeah. I mean, they were, uh, that, yeah. like, they were that popular in, in the wrestling world. Like, they – it was just crazy, man. It's That's just one such of my, a sad, tragic – you know, story, but that's one probably one of my most anticipated movies of the year, and it comes out I think December twenty second. It's called The Iron Claw. A twenty four is putting it out. Uh, the cast: Zach Efron's in it. Um, Which Von Erich does he play? Is it Carrie? That I think that he's no, he's uh, not playing Carrie. I'm not sure. Probably. I think he may be playing. I mean, but he's yoked out in it, and then uh, MJF is in the movie as well. Um, yep. It's got an unbelievable cast. Uh, I. The guy that's playing Fritz, he was on the show Mindhunters. That was on Netflix. He was one okay. of the main guys on there. Yeah, yeah. Um, Zach is playing Kevin. Okay, okay exactly. yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then, um, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that movie, man, especially with it being right at the end of 2023, so it'll be able to get on the list, you know, because yeah. we're going to do our 2023 movie rankings. Probably in, it'll be a January episode for sure. Um, but, yeah, the Von Erichs, man, they're a legendary family with just such a tragic yeah. – turn of events with them but um one of their rivals you know was was rick flair so let's we can talk about the flair just run right into that uh, rick flair the most legendary wrestler ever yeah. arguably um you know two-time wwe hall of famer of course you got his daughter charlotte um or ashley flair but charlotte flair is her wrestling name yep. you know and then of course she had reed who passed away yep and david flair um then so her daughter's his uh, daughter is married to Conrad Thompson also. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out, yep. they they are married. Uh, 
And and Charlotte's married uh what's his name? Andrade. Andrade, yep. Yeah, that's with AEW. Yep. What what's uh what's Rick's daughter's name that's married to Conrad? It's um not, Megan. Megan 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 Megan. 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 Yeah, that's right. That's right. Megan. She never was in the business Mm-mm. as far as wrestling, but I don't that's even true. think she she'll really Conrad watch it. He, yeah. Conrad says she won't even really watch Probably it. Probably not, much. especially because like think about that. She her dad was Ric Flair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now she's married to the most popular podcaster in the wrestling world. Yeah. Yeah. Who's got eleven seven podcasts. <laughs> podcasts. Podcasts with every um, big And he's great at I love Conrad. Oh, yep. he's found his calling. Um, awesome. I can't I gotta be honest though, he got so many of them now, I can't even keep up with any of them. I watched mostly I watch clips from Shivani's and clips from Pritchard's, the two OG ones that I used mm-hmm. to watch, but all the other ones, it's just so much to try to keep up with. And he yeah. don't even do most of them. Yeah, and Conrad, the first podcast that I remember Conrad from is when Ric Flair had his first podcast mm-hmm. and everything that he helped. Him, and I think that's probably what got him in the in the leads in with the door. Megan. Yep. No, probably. But yep. so and and got him hooked up with sure. a lot of the podcasts that uh, he's yo, doing yeah. now. Yeah, because it's it's crazy how many he has. Mm-hmm. No nah, man, it's dope though. He's got he set up something really cool. I don't think he sells. He he was selling what life insurance there? What, uh, mortgages. 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 Yeah, I, he don't think he even does that anymore, does he? Yeah, he still does it. He still does it. Yep. I don't know. Jeez, how, that, that how does he have time really. for that? <laughs> um, next up, man, you got another legendary family, the Funks. You had Dory Senior, who's the patriarch of the family. And of course, he had you know two sons, Dory Junior and Terry. Goats. Um, and R.I.P. Terry Funk. We lost yeah. him a few mm-hmm. months back. One of the most iconic wrestlers of all time. And 80s action movie side characters. For sure. Roadhouse, shout out, over the top. Yep. Shout out. Uh, yes. Mr. Cutler wants a word with you. <laughs> um, you know what I'm saying? But another one in here that you didn't put, Hoss Funk. Uh-oh. I'm sure Hoss probably wasn't really a... We need BJ here for this one. Oh, yeah. I don't think Hoss Funk was, in fact, an actual funk, but I could be wrong. But uh, Dory and, and Terry, obviously, are the ones that we – and we know mainly Terry. Yeah. Because yep. Dory was a little older. But some of the most badass g- dudes in wrestling, man. Uh, yeah. Terry Funk is probably the toughest Some of bitch wrestler in the history of wrestling. Yeah. Up it, there with probably Haku. And especially watching like from beyond the mat when he's right there with ECW and he's doing that at that age just to put over mm-hmm. other guys. Uh, sure. And then uh then they put the then they put the title on him as an appreciation thing because he was putting so many guys over. Yep. Yeah. Um at that age it's just insane. That's what, did you see where Viavision's putting out uh Beyond the Mat on Blu ray finally? No, but I'll get it. Yeah. Sure. One of the greatest wrestling documentaries ever made. Look at him. He's got a puke. He's got a puke. R.I.P. Darren Drozdov. I wanted to be a professional a professional wrestler until I seen that documentary. Really? Yeah. I gave, I gave up. I was like, no. Jake the Snake Roberts part in that documentary. It's tough. And, and seeing how hard it was for Terry Funk to get up out of bed. I was yeah. like, no. And that was, in no late, that was in the late 90s, bro. He yep. wrestled for another 10 years after that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, that whole the whole mankind thing, or the whole mankind I quit match with the Rock, yeah, where he just his, yep. kid, his kids watching it's, it's hard to say. And, mm-hmm. and then just seeing after the match where he's just sitting sitting there like after all those chair shots he took to the head, it's insane. And to think he's that's just how sitting the there, was. just like it's he's just sitting there with his kids. Yep. And like yeah, another day cr- at the office. Yeah, another day at the. <laughs> it's just wild to me. Yeah. Um, next up, we got the Rhodes family. 
which yeah. another you know great one. Obviously, Dusty uh, was the patriarch, or Virgil Runnels, um, and then of course his son Dustin Rhodes, Gold Dust. Yep, had so many different monikers and different you know federations, but everybody knows him mostly as Gold Dust. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and then you know his other son Cody is still yeah still rolling, and it, it will be. Uh, the WWE champion, I think, probably at WrestleMania Soon. next year. Yep. I think I think they're going to roll till WrestleMania next year, and it's going to have finally happen. Big big build up because he's got the what the tag titles now. He's running with the tag titles now. But if, if they're smart, yeah. what they do is is night one they put LA Knight and Cody Rhodes against each other, and the winner goes on to face Roman Reigns, and then something happens, and it ends up being a three-way dance. Oh, I'll tell you, uh, nobody's hotter than L.A. Knight right now. Yep. The pops that he's getting, have you seen any of that? that he's, I've seen some of it. Yeah, dude, I haven't seen he Russell, is, uh I guess him and Roman have a match at Survivor Series for the title, and it's been a pretty decent little build-up for that one. Yep. But I think also with the Rhodes family, or the Runnels family, you could uh, – Put some asterisks by Brandy Rhodes and yeah. uh, and then Terry Terry uh, Runnels. Yeah, that's yeah, that's true too. Oh yeah, because you have Arlena. Yeah. yeah. Um and and Brandy Rhodes and Brandy Rhodes, which is Cody's wife. Yep. Um, for sure. Um, but you have to respect like Dustin's career is crazy. has been abs- It's incredible. Does he still wrestle? Yep. Yeah, he's insane, off yeah. and on for AEW, but it's just it's insane. And he's gotten better with age. Uh, yeah. It's well. He's gotten better. I think he's gotten a lot better since he's gotten clean and everything. But yeah. and you can definitely tell when he made that change. But I mean, it's it's incredible to see him still go at the age he is. Yeah. Because we've seen him in the early '90s on Saturday night or uh, WCW mm-hmm. main events. Mm-hmm. Main event, not main events. Uh, uh, Saturday night. Saturday night. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Saturday yeah. nights. Yep. With wrestling in cowboy boots. Yep. Shout out cowboy boots. Yep. Uh, Next up, you got the Rotunda slash Wyndham family. This is a family full of really talented guys. You had, uh, the patriarch of that one was Black Jack Mulligan. Man. Um, Robert Wyndham. Yeah. And then, of course, you got Mike Rotunda, who was married to Robert's daughter, Stephanie. Now, Mike Rotunda is also IRS. Yep. Um, that's who I remember him from because of WWF. But, obviously, he was big in WCW before that. Um, and then, of course – um, Barry and Kendall Wyndham, they were the sons of Black Jack Mulligan, correct? Yes. Getting this right? Barry Wyndham, one of the greatest workers. Yeah, he's right wrestling. there with Dustin Rhodes. I, I, them two I compare very similar to each other. Mm-hmm. They, could go, they were pretty big guys that could absolutely go, and they had the blonde mullets back in the day. Mm-hmm. No, they definitely did. They was rocking them mullets for yeah. sure. And then, of course, you know, Mike Rotunda's – Two sons. You had Bray Wyatt, rest in peace, and Bo Dallas, um, which Bray Wyatt and Bo Dallas are actually Wyndham Rotunda and Taylor Rotunda. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, Bo Bo didn't seem to have as much of the – Bray Wyatt, I mean, he had charisma coming out of his ears. Yeah. Yeah. He he was the most charismatic guy, one of them. Um, Bo Dallas, not so much. He was a good worker, it seemed like. But he, he could go in the really ring, have... just couldn't grasp on to the right gimmick. Yeah, because his gimmicks were like the super bowling. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Bo Everybody, Bo Yeah, But he could go, though, in the ring. But yeah. uh, he just the right gimmick. I, I think, uh, was he, 
was it confirmed that he was the Uncle Howdy character? I, uh, I can't confirm yep. that one or not. I don't know, but I think they were working on something big whenever now, Bray Wyatt Is he out. still under the WWE? Is he still? I, I don't think so. Is he not? No. I can't no, they're talking about bringing them back for uh, a gimmick to kind of be like a tribute to Bray Wyatt. They're yeah. going to bring the Uncle Howdy character back, but I don't know if he was the one that was under it the whole time. I did see. I think is has it been confirmed like the next WWE game? I think it's centralized around yeah, Bray Wyatt and everything, mm-hmm. going through, like through his career. Yep, that'll be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. I haven't played a WWE game in forever since what was the the Stone Cold edition where you played through his career? Yeah, and everything. I, I think the last one I played was WWE 2K20, maybe? 2K19? I played last year's. It was good. Was it? Well, this this past, the last one that I know for released. a couple of years there, it was like super glitchy, yeah. and they were having huge problems with it. Yeah, they, I may try to play it this year. I haven't played it. Can you play like old style? I'm sure you can. Yeah. yeah that's probably yeah, Have you played the AEW that. game? Mm-mm. Mm. No. Um, next up, you got you got the Orton family, man. You know, Bob Orton Sr., obviously. And then, of course, his son, Bob Orton, Cowboy Bob Orton Jr., yep, um, was known, you know, for his WWF days, WrestleMania one, yep. Um, and then his son is one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. Yeah, he'll go down as it like a top. He'll, I mean, you got to put Randy up there on. I don't know about Mount Rushmore, but he's got to be one of the greatest of all time. I mean, you could you could argue Randy Orton is a Mount Rushmore guy if you're just depending going. on like generation, like a time, a time, like in a definitely like the the ruthless aggression yeah, era, and, like and the newer era, era John I mean, Cena the, the, era. Yeah, that I mean that that era, he's definitely in there. I mean, yep. you t- you're talking Randy Orton, the Mount Rushmore to me of that era is Randy Orton, John Cena, Brock Lesnar, and Batista. Yeah, yeah. I, they I all came out of the agree. same class. It's, That's it's insane crazy, to think man. about. But Randy Orton um, is, I mean, he's one of the best ever. He never switched. He's been WWE the entire time. He's never went anywhere else. Just like Shawn Michaels. Yeah. Same thing. And um, been, been able to go back and forth between being a, a heel and a face mm-hmm. seamlessly. Yeah. Whenever, uh, making that transition and a ton of titles under his belt. No, countless, man. No. Um, you got the Ganya family. Yep. You know, Vern Gagne was the patriarch of that family. He founded AWA, which um, was a big federation in the in the in the eighties in Minnesota, I believe. And that where was that Minnesota? Yep. Yeah. Um, Flair was there for a little bit. Yeah. Henning came out of there. Henning, Scott Hall. Yeah. Um, a lot of them came out. Rick Rude. Yeah, Rick Rude. Yeah. Rude, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, and his son Greg. Was also a wrestler in the AWA. He didn't work near as good as – he got a lot – you hear people talking all the time about him, about how he got a lot of the stuff that he got because his dad was Vern. Yeah, I believe it. Um, but I know he did a lot of, you know, stuff too in, in, in the AWA and stuff before Vince bought it or whatever ended up happening with that, but – but the that's a, you hear sure. a lot of those wrestlers though from the late '80s, early '90s, and all that stuff. That Vern was the trainer for them, and everything. He's the one that got them going in the business and all that stuff. He's probably the number one trainer at the time. Yeah, it's crazy to think of like all the guys that came up through that Minnesota territory oh, that man. were yep. that were Hall of Famers. No, for sure, for sure. Um, and you got the Cologne family. You know, Carlos Senior. Um, founder of WWC in Puerto Rico, 
Um, Carly Cologne, which is Carlito, um, which I do remember Carlito from his WWF days with the apple and yep. the, the wild hair and shit. Now, is that where Bruiser Brody? Is that the... I don't know if he was with uh, wrestling for them or if it was someone else. I think it, it was. was in Puerto I think Rico. it was I, them. I, I think it was. The loan was there at that. So yep. that, there was something. It may have been that. Yeah, I think it, um, that's what. Because Tony Atlas talks about like uh, uh, talks about that in the Dark Side of the Ring episode. Absolutely. And all that. So I, yeah. I was thinking that that was the the company that. I think it was because I think they said something about Bruiser Bruiser Brody was going down there because they owed him they owed him a big check. Yeah, and that's why he was going down there, you know, for that check. Um, but you know, the the Colognes, obviously Carlos, but then you had Carlito, his, you know, was his, uh, which I'm guessing was his son. Uh, all three of yep. these were his no. sons, Carlito, and then you had Primo and Epico, who were a tag team in WWE in the mid to mid two thousands, early two twenty tens. Yeah, never could catch on with a gimmick. Never, yeah, mm-hmm. they never could. Were they, they the Matadors of, or something yeah. like that? They switched. They switched them up a bunch. And it was kind of one of those things where they just couldn't kind of get any feet, at, you know, foot in, uh, under them. But the only way I know Carlos Cologne, I can just see, I, I, I can always see Carlos Cologne because that motherfucker's forehead was like a fucking road map. Him and Bruiser were all yeah. those guys and the butcher, uh, Abdullah. Uh, yeah, all their foreheads look like freaking road maps. Yeah. From where they were cutting themselves so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah, that's fun fact. For yep. sure. Shout out to Fun Facts. Yeah. Um, we'll do a few more of these. You got the Armstrong family, um, which obviously Bullet Bob um, was the main was the main man there. And then, of course, he had some, he had several a few sons. He had Brad, Scott. So Scott Armstrong is was the WWE was the referee. I'm thinking right. And then, uh, yep, yeah. And then Brad is the one that BJ always talks about that had all the different gimmicks. Yeah, WCW. And then Steve, I don't know Steve. I think he was in WCW. Okay, and then Brian Armstrong is Road Dog Jesse James. Yep, mm-hmm. you know, legendary, Hall of Famer. Hall, you know, Hall of Famer, legendary wrestler, and he's creative producer. or something or producer now. Um, now is he still with? Is he still producing for? Yeah, you? I think he's still with WWE. Is Pritchard still there? Uh, yes. As far as I, I know, he's still there. Yeah, well, that's cool. Yep. It, the um. Armstrong family, I mean, is, you know, the most successful out of all those, obviously, is Road Dog. Oh, yeah. But Bullet Bob, back in the day, was one of the – he was one of the dudes. You know what I'm saying? But that was just before our time. Yeah. Um, and then you had the Briscoe family, which, I mean, Jack, Jack and, Jerry and Jerry really is the, is the yeah. extent of the Briscoe family. But two of the toughest dudes, Gosh, bar yeah. none. Um, you know – of course, everybody remembers Jerry Briscoe, at least in our generation, from being one of the flunkies of McMahon. The goons. Which was some of the funniest television. Oh, man. Was, Him and Pat Patterson. <laughs> rest in peace, Pat Patterson. Those, I loved that shit, man. Oh, it was great. I mean, it was a, it was like Albert and Costello in wrestling. Just the, the odd couple. Definitely some Abbott and Costello yeah, shit. That's man, it, yeah, that's it, yeah. Yeah. Um, but they... they it was just funny, dude. It was back when WWE, like all bets were off, and they did whatever they wanted. Yeah, they could get away with everything. Could birth hands the, and shit. Like the ratings were through the roof. Everybody was tuning in on Monday nights. Yeah, it's just what it was. Um, yeah. And then you had the Jarrett family, which Eddie Marlin um, was the grandfather was Jeff Jeff's granddad. And then of course you had Christine Jarrett, who I hear people talk about all the time, especially Jim Cornette talks about her because she was a promoter. 
um, was it was it Smoky Mountain or what was it? Um, Memphis? I'm not sure where she was at. But <laughs> she was she was I hear I hear Jim Cornette talk about Christine Garrett all, or Jarrett all the time, and um, of course she had Jerry Jarrett, which is Jeff's dad. Yeah, he's a promoter and co-founder of TNA, um, but he also you know did stuff with uh, on WWF. Think Memphis, Memphis with Nick Goulas. Yeah, yeah, so Memphis. So and of course, yeah, because I remember they would uh, on some of those they talk about driving from Memphis to Nashville and then from mm -hmm. Nashville, I think of somewhere in Kentucky on their runs and everything like that. But the especially here in Middle Tennessee, the Jarrett family is probably the biggest name in Middle Tennessee wrestling. Yeah, or no, the, for sure. I was, uh, yeah. Other Them than the Lawler, Lawler yeah. yeah. Other than the Lawlers, probably the biggest names in in Tennessee wrestling. Yep. Yeah. And then uh, you gotta, I mean, you gotta give Cornette credit too for the Smoky Mountain stuff. Mm -hmm. Now, mm -hmm. did he come? Did he create Smoky Mountain wrestling? Uh I believe so, but I'm not 100 percent sure. Okay. Yeah, we're not known for the facts here. No, no, we're not. We don't know what facts are. But we'll just BS it along. And then, of course, you have Jeff Jarrett, who, I mean. Was you know WCW, WWF, TNA yeah. held held titles and all those. Um, resident of close to where we we're at, you yep. know, still a really nice guy. I've met him a couple of times back when I used to work retail. He would come in. I really nice guy. Yeah, I've um, heard nothing but great things about him. I've never ran across him, but I've heard he's just just a solid, solid nice guy. And the yeah. handful of episodes Jim I've Cornette watched, with, did, my, did he? Yep. Yeah, yeah. The handful of episodes I've watched of his podcast, I really thought were cool too. Um, and then he's still doing stuff with AEW, correct? Jeff yes, he's still is he wrestling. He, he's, wow, it's crazy. Yeah, man. And I think he's doing a lot of behind the scenes stuff, also. Hell yeah. Yep. And then you got the Rougeaus, the Rougeau family. Uh, of course, you had Jacques, Jacques Rougeau. Rouge, oh my god! Say it one more time. <laughs> Jacques Senior. Jacques. Jacques. And then, but, which I don't know anything about Jacques Senior, but I know Jacques Junior, which was the Mountie. Yep. Um, and crazy enough, he had the IC title for mm -hmm. a while. Um, but he, his feud with Boss Man always sticks out to me when when they go to jail. <laughs> <So ridiculous. laughs> um, and then you had Ray and Armand Rougeau. Uh, Armand wrestled briefly, but Ray Rougeau was, of course, Jacques. Before he was the Mountie, they had the the Rougeau, the Rougeau brothers. Yeah, yep. Him and Raymond. Um, Raymond, but great, yeah. Shout out Raymond, <laughs> Raymond Blue, Raymond Blue. But shout out to the Rougeaus, man. Um, you know they were big in Canada, and yeah, Raymond's just not a name I think of when when I'm thinking of a Canadian. Mm -hmm. No, me either. Um, you got the Vachans, the Vachan family. Yeah, tough, the only one I tough, knew about that family. That family was Luna. Yeah, I knew Mad Dog just from seeing him in like clips from back in the day. You know, Mad Dog Vachan. Butcher Vashon, I don't remember. He was the brother of Mad Dog, Maurice Vashon. But Luna, obviously, the daughter of Mad Dog yeah. Vashon, or the daughter of was adopted it? daughter yeah. of Paul Vashon. Yep. So she was, she was, I thought, see, all this time I thought she was Mad Dog's daughter. Yeah. But she was an adopted daughter of Paul. Yep. So she, okay. Well, you would have thought she came straight from them the way she acted. Yeah. She was with the shit. Yeah. R.I.P. Luna. Yeah, she was. Uh, I, I was a huge fan of her just because the crazy side of her because she was just totally different than Medusa. No, for sure. Her um, look, her look was like no one else's because you had all these primpy looking looking women, and then, then there she Luna. was. Yep. Her episode was on Dark Side of the Ring was dope too. Yeah, mm -hmm. I did, that's one I haven't seen. I needed, I do need to check that one out for sure. Um, I tell you what, we'll do. Let's do these next three, and then we'll stop at twenty. 
perfect right. 20 families. Because what there, where there's another seven or eight listed, but we'll save them and add to it and do another yeah, part later. That's perfect. Um, but you got the Steiners, which are legendary. Oh, yeah. Um, greatest One of the greatest tag teams of all time. Of all time. Of course, you had Rick and Scott. Mm-hmm. Um, and their names are actually Robert Rex Steiner. Is that how you say that? I think so. Rich Steiner, Rick Steiner? Rick Steiner. Yeah, and then Scott <laughs> Scott and Rick, of course, the Steiner brothers, legendary Rick, tag Rick team. Steiner. Yeah. Um, punished the shit out of everybody. They killed people um, between them and LOD. Yeah, you know? and then, of course, Brian Breaker now is the son of Rick, which I've watched a few clips of him. He's a bad son. He's going to be a superstar. Oh, yeah. Um, he's, 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 the next, he's the next superstar coming up. He's like yeah. a, a – looks like a – Perfect combination of Rick Steiner and Scott Steiner. Yeah, exactly. That's, crazy. That's terrifying. And then yep. I th- they tried bringing him up to the main roster, I think, a little too quick, and they had to bring him back down to yeah. NXT, didn't they? I think so. Because he was just pushed a little too too fast. But he'll get there. He's He's got all the makings of the next superstar for mm-hmm. WWE. Yeah. Him, I mean, him and Austin Theory. I'm a big fan of Austin Theory. I think yeah. he's going to do big, thing, big things as a heel in the future. I think yeah. I think Vince was big on him, but I don't know how how big the how big Triple H is on him. Yeah. Um, so next one we got we got the Poffo family, which obviously you know Angelo Poffo, father of Macho Man Randy Savage and Leaping Lanny Poffo was the genius. Yep. Um, Shout you know, out to Macho Man for playing six years in the St. Louis Cardinals organization as a catcher. Shout out to Macho Man, dude. <laughs> One of the most iconic. Could you say the top five most iconic wrestling personalities? Oh, yeah. by far. Yeah, but some of the best clips that you can find. Some of the him, best promos yeah. of all time. Him and Mean Gene were a hell of a combo together yeah. for those old clips. We know who carried that, though, don't we, Chance? Yeah. 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 Macho Man. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. R.I.P. to Mean Gene and R.I.P. Macho Man. Yeah, yeah, greatness. And Leaping Lanny, of course, you know, his characters were – it was like a thing where he was – the curse of being Macho Man's brother in the sense of mm-hmm. Macho Man was so charismatic and such a huge figure. You can't get out of that shadow. Yeah. It's, yeah, you know what it's I mean? a tough... but, but genius, I like the yeah. genius gimmick. It was very dainty at the time. Like it was really kind of weird at the time. It was kind of like the same thing with um, Adrian Adonis. It was yeah. the same style a little bit. But the genius, you know, and of course, R.I.P. Lanny Poffo, he passed away recently, too, I think within the last year or so. Yeah. Um, but the Poffo family's legendary. And uh, I guess a good one to end on for this episode. Like I said, we'll come back later and add another 10 or 15 to the other list and get another 20. Oh, yeah. But yeah. the DiBiase family. Oh, yeah. I mean, the DiBiase's, you, you obviously, you had Iron Mike, um, who was million dollar man, Ted DiBiase's stepdad. Um, I don't really re- – I remember the name Iron Mike DiBiase, but I don't know if I ever saw him wrestling. I don't think I've ever seen clips of it. I've heard the name – like you said, I've heard the name before, but I've never seen anything wrestling-wise from him. Yeah, and then you have, I mean, one the of mil- the most legendary gimmicks of all time, Million Dollar Man Ted DiBiase. Yeah, WWE's version of Ric Flair. Yep. That's all it was. Yeah. <laughs> That's really all it was. But, yeah. What a cool gimmick. To it, get, I mean, like, he, like yeah. he got to actually live that lifestyle. Yeah. He got know? and but he got the backing of it. Like unlike Ric Flair, Ric Flair had to pay for all his stuff. Yeah. Vince was Vince was fitting, Vince the, was bill. fitting the bill for <laughs> Million Dollar Man. Yeah, because Vince, I think, wanted it to be. He wanted to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Because I remember one of my favorite uh, Pritchard show episodes is the Million Dollar Man like episode. It's early. It's one of the first probably fifty that they did. But he talks about that about on the plane about how much money they were spending and stuff and like to to keep the gimmick going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, the man had his own belt made for him. And it was so fire. <laughs> yeah, yep. that belt was clean. He could talk. And, of course, now he's in the ministry now, and he's um, he goes and, does, and speaks at um, at different places and stuff. Like, yep. So, and he his son, Ted Jr., does he wrestle anymore? Um, he might so. be going to jail. Oh, really? Really? Yeah, there's, there's a lot of stuff around. What did he do? With, like, uh, involving money and oh god yeah, money like that. laundering that's yeah. not good that's for not ted, good. ted well, senior yeah now i don't even know who brett dibiase is, yeah, I'm is, not sure that is that uh i believe that's one of their other uh, like siblings brothers. or something yep one of ted's kids yep um but it says he was a former wrestler and producer so maybe he was just kind of more behind the scenes yeah. but i don't really recall him i do remember ted jr yeah i remember, I remember the gimmick with cody and uh uh and Orton, Randy Orton, where were they called? Uh, what was their uh, legacy? Legacy, yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, legacy. Shout out to the homie Legacy, Adams, uh, show and prove, baby. But I think DiBiase came in super young, didn't he? Come in like eighteen or nineteen years old when he first came. Junior, mm-hmm. yeah, I think so. He yeah. was he like was young. he was younger than like Randy was. He was like super, super young, like yeah. fresh out of high school, coming into the WWE. Yeah, he yeah. was young, young man. Yeah, uh, Brett DiBiase might be in jail too. So, okay, where they damn, yeah. dude. Yeah, yeah. Well, they they got, may be getting hit with yeah. a Rico. <laughs> Rico DiBiase. Um, Yikes. But yeah, man, this was cool, man. Like the, the wrestling families, um, there's so many. There's so, yeah. Like there's eight on here we didn't even get to. And then there was probably another 10 that didn't even get added on here. Yeah. You know, so this could be this is gonna be a multi episode escapade with wrestling families. No, for sure. Um, but comment below, man. Let me let us know what y'all. What y'all thought of these? What families y'all want to see us kind of briefly talk about for the next one? We'll make sure BJ's on the next episode. Yep. Um, but this was one that we did. We kind of had to call it audible because we had one planned. But with his schedule being what it is, we kind of had to Peyton Manning uh, Omaha that shit. Yeah, Omaha, Omaha. The line of scrimmage. We but hopefully y'all enjoyed it. Yeah, y'all enjoyed it. And if you hadn't subscribed to the damn channel. Please do. Do, do us a it. favor. Thank y'all for letting us hit, helping us hit 300 subscribers. I'm pretty confident to think that we're going to be able to hit that by by a week oh, from yeah, now. Most definitely. Um, but y'all just keep hitting the subscribe. Keep keep following us. Leave comments. Check out the shorts. Uh, comment on those. We're going to keep yep. posting those for you. We're working on more content as well. We're going to finish out the year strong. And and coming up here soon, we have Chatty Bobby's birthday bash coming up yep. uh, in Franklin, Kentucky. Absolutely. Tickets. Uh, I'm sure you'll put the Evan Bright. Absolutely. Uh, Evan Oh, uh, I know I'll be there. Chance, are you going to be there? Over the yep, top will be I'll in be attendance there. for this show and everything. Hell come yeah. say hi to us, shoot the shit with us, and come celebrate this guy's birthday with us. 40 years old, man. I'm older than white dog shit. R.I.P. Wizzle. R.I.P. Worm, man. But um, thank y'all so much, man. This is this is We love being able to do this for y'all, and we appreciate that y'all appreciate it. Yeah. So. We, we, it's, it means a lot that y'all are having the feedback that we're getting from these episodes because uh, – we're having a blast doing them, talking wrestling, talking movies. Uh, we got big episodes coming up for the rest of this month and the month of December. Uh, yeah. It's Episode 50 is around the corner, man. Ep- 50, yep. Almost 50 episodes. I'm is telling you, baby. You put your head insane. down and go, and we haven't missed a week. We haven't missed a week since Mar- – I think our first episode was in March of this year. Yeah, and man. we haven't missed, uh, haven't missed a week since. 
No, I mean no. We 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 put one out every single week. We've not missed. Yeah, shout out to everybody that's helped us. Shout out Chance. Shout out Squints that's mm-hmm. helped us along the way. Uh, shout B- out y'all. For, shout out BJ and Viz yeah, for j- yeah. coming in on episodes. We've got some guests planned for some future episodes that I think y'all are going to enjoy. Yeah, and and shout out to Chance for you know building opening, Studio Richardson. Getting, yeah, Studio Studio Richardson, man. And, <laughs> Shout out to Trouble Spirits. Shout out to Nixon Pro Media, Revolution One Media, and the, the Natural Disasters. Yeah, be was, out this month. Was it too no, early? Was no, it no, premature? You're good, you're good. No, I was just gonna say subscribe again. Bam! Go out ahead. this motherfucker. Bow, bow, bow. <laughs> I, was, I came in premature on that one.